The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. You're listening to Pure Opelka. Yeah, I visited Normandy Beach and uh, did a full tour of Normandy and the surrounding areas um, all the way through to Cayenne and Carrington um, with some of the producers of, or the producers and consultants for Band of Brothers and Saving Private Ryan. So I had this incredible experience when I was over there and came back and I had a brand new appreciation for everything that happened on those beaches and, and what it was like. Well, just when you, when you sit back for a moment and you read the accounts, uh, not, not, the, not the novelized or exaggerated accounts, but when you just read mm-hmm. the factual accounts with 6,000 landing crafts, 176,000 troops being brought to the beach, uh, eight, mm-hmm. 822 planes just with parachutists and another 13,000 in the air supporting and covering the invasion. You, you just you dropped can't... 7 million bombs, 7 million bombs on that area of France that day. It was, it was incredible. Seven. I've never heard that number. I just got a mm-hmm. chill. Just think about that. If you're, if you guys are listening, you re, you remember, what was it? Two months ago. President Trump uh, ordered 60 cruise missiles to be launched. Uh, we dropped 7 million bombs that day. That's stunning. Wow. And I, your photo, you tweeted out a photo of the American cemetery and all of those crosses that are facing west. And I have to tell you, it's hard not to get emotional when you see that. Uh, what was it like? Yeah, I was walking through there. I was overwhelmed when I was there. It was hard to process. Uh, it wasn't really until I got home that I kind of realized the kind of life-changing experience that I had. You, When you walk into the Normandy Cemetery, which is only one of several cemeteries, it has 3,000, approximately 3,400 or so people buried in Normandy, and the crosses are just row upon row upon row, but they overlook Omaha Beach, or the edge of Omaha Beach. So, there's forever this beautiful cold breeze that comes off of Omaha Beach, and it's such a beautiful, peaceful place, but it's hard to separate that from the knowledge that these 4,000 men and women died protecting essentially freedom in Europe. They landed on these beaches and they marched all the way to Berlin over the course of the next several months, and it's, it's absolutely breathtaking. Particularly when you see the trees. So if you see the picture that I tweeted out 
none of the trees have tops on them. And that is to represent the fact that all of those who died were cut down in the prime of life. I did not know that. I I was you again, I'm getting chills every every time you tell me something. I'm oh my gosh. And so you came back, you got home and you're driven to write this book. What's the I get I hate to say angle, but what's the story you're going after in this book? So we don't really know exactly what I'm going to do as far as the book um, is concerned, but it looks like I will probably be handling some of the history behind the operations that gave way to D-Day and the various women who actually contributed on the ground in the French resistance as part of the infrastructure that brought D-Day to the shores and then operated behind enemy lines. So there's actually four women who are buried in the D-Day Cemetery at Normandy who died in the Allied invasion. And so I am likely going to be telling their stories. But the scope of uh, history and research that I'm doing on this project encompasses over, uh, Operation Overlord entirely and most of the liberation of France. So it's going to be a really fascinating project. And I'm already knee-deep into it, but I'm looking forward to every day I get to do this. <laughs> How do you find time? Do you have a clone? <laughs> I don't. I have to have a pastime, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I just, yeah, I have, you have to have a pastime. You have a very active world. I, I know. We're talking to Emily Zanotti from Heat Street and uh, talking about D-Day. I played uh, a small clip from, uh, from Eisenhower, his message to the troops, that it, it reads powerfully and it also yeah. plays powerfully as well. And it, I just can't imagine that generation compared to the snowflakes that we're seeing now. And and just it, the vast difference. It truly was the greatest generation. And we truly yeah. owe them every debt of gratitude and every bit of support we can give them. When I see those honor flights going uh, to D.C. And if you're, if you're ever in D.C. and you go down and see the World War II vets showing up from the honor flights, you have to go over and thank them. It's, we did yeah, it. We did it when the government was closed and I'm using air quotes when the government was closed. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, it's a remarkable experience because they don't, they don't really see it as the greatest generation. They see it as that was their duty to this nation. So that's no, what, and In fact, I've done some of these interviews so far for this and a lot of them will tell me that that's just what they were told to do. It's, it's amazing to me from the other perspective that we listen to Eisenhower's speech and, and we get the sense of what D-Day really was, but the ask on these young men, these hundreds of thousands of young men, to many of whom were, I mean, the average age was between 17 and 35. And most of the people in the infantry had no battle experience. This was the first time they were going to see war. And many of them were not relieved for days or weeks until after D-Day. So the ask on these young men was unbelievable and what they were able to accomplish. Because if we think back, actually, Operation Overlord didn't accomplish all of its objectives on D-Day. Um, they fell short of a couple of goals. They didn't take some of the French cities they thought that they would it's an incredible achievement from paratroopers dropping at midnight to these French towns being liberated one by one 
Um, the Army Rangers who climbed Pont du Hoc, which is right between Utah and Omaha Beach, there were 225 of them to start. By the end of the day, there were 90 of them and Ooh. 80 were wounded. Oh, my God. The, the actual human cost and the human courage and bravery that occurred that day are it's incredible. I can't even imagine. So my family was actually liberated by American soldiers in World War II. We were trapped in the train tunnels underneath um, San Marino in Italy, and the Americans came through after Monte Cassino and liberated us. Um, But my husband's family has several D-Day veterans. In fact, his great uncle was shelling the beach on D-Day. His grandfather uh, came ashore in D plus six, so about a week after D-Day, and then marched all the way to um, Buchenwald, the concentration yeah, camp. So sure. um, we do have quite a few veterans, and that's pretty exciting because they're actually all still alive and able to tell me all their stories. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call a place for mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call a place for mom at 1-800-803-6951. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.